When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, before we go into the video, I just want to say a couple of things uh, regarding uh, a video posted yesterday. And just to clarify um, my position on it a little bit, because um, basically, it was if you haven't seen it yet, you can go back and have a little look. But it was just regarding um, sort of negativity uh, surrounding the club at the moment, um, with certain things and certain aspects. And, I, I, and especially, it was just on the back of obviously us winning uh, against Sheffield United. And my feeling was, look, you know, there's a lot to be happy about rather than being negative about. And that was really kind of the message I was trying to relay. Um, but I just want to make a couple of points uh, clear because I've, I've had, there's been quite a fair bit of response on it. And uh, some people are obviously being a little bit annoyed or whatever, you know, I've got their own views. And I've absolutely got no problem with that. And that's the first point, actually, is that someone, you know, a few people have said, oh, we know, but it's, it's good to have other opinions. Look, I am totally agree with that. Like, I like people having different opinions because, like someone pointed out to me as well, like it said, it's... Um, wouldn't it be a boring world if everyone just had the same opinion and no one? Absolutely. Like, I hate the modern world in the way that it's sometimes that people aren't allowed to have any different opinion. They just seem to get slammed for it. And it's it does, you know, it's a bit sad, really. That's the kind of world we live in. So, no, I'm, I'm absolutely uh, for people having different opinions. I quite like it. And also, it's good to have a debate. It's, it's, it's good to, to, to have different uh, views because it creates that conversation. And it also makes you think, you know, sometimes it's easy to get swept up in your own kind of uh, path of how you you think things and someone suggests something different it makes you sort of question it a little bit and you think, yeah okay so i've got absolutely so i want to make that very clear that um i'm uh you know absolutely for that and i, I certainly don't want to ever sort of come across that i'm criticizing people for having a different opinion like absolutely not at all um as I say, that my feeling was more like there's a lot to be happy about at the moment. We don't need to be really negative. That was really what I was trying to get across. And also, a lot of people were then saying to me, "Well, you know, you're obviously saying then you you think David Moyes is perfect. You're absolutely happy with all this." Look, I want certainly if someone's trying to say to me, <clears throat> "Am I absolutely thrilled? Think this is absolutely perfect?" Well, of course not. Like you know, I, I don't look watch um, West Ham all the time and think, "Oh, this is absolutely amazing, absolutely perfect." Did I watch it on Saturday? And um, sorry, on um, yeah, on Saturday and thought that um, against Sheffield United it was perfect. No, not at all. Like I, you know, do I think we could have won by more goals? Yes, and would I would I'd like to see us go for it? Yeah, I definitely would. But at the same time. What I was trying to say was, look, we kept a clean sheet. We won. It was comfortable. And uh, although I do think we could have got more goals in it, I do think we probably deserved a few more goals. I thought with the, uh, the first half, especially, we missed uh, quite a few chances. So, again, that's all I was trying to say was that, you know, I do think that although it, they could have had more goals, I was pleased the fact that we won the game, kept a clean sheet. It was comfortable. And in the Premier League, I think that's that's a good thing. You know, I think there's a lot to be um, happy about. Um Look, of course, I, I, if someone said to me, would you rather have, you know, a, a top flair manager come in and you're playing this expansive, exciting football and beating teams? Yeah, absolutely. Like, 100%. Like, um, but what I did state over the summer was that at the end of the day, we've got David Moyes in charge. That isn't changing. It's probably not likely to change for, for the foreseeable, is it? So my feeling was, if you're going to have a manager in charge of a football club, you need to then let that manager 
manage as he, he's comfortable with and what he's good at. And yes, it might not fit into the remit of what we all want to see sometimes, but at the same time, I'd rather him do what he's good at and we be successful than him try and do something he's not good at, like which we tried last season and it backfiring. Let's be honest, it landed us in the relegation battle. And I made that sort of my point over the summer that if we're sticking with David Moyes that we are, then just let David Moyes do what he does. And and unfortunately, David Moyes is a conservative type manager, isn't he? He's he's quite a low risky kind of guy. He's not going to go and gamble and throw players falling desperate. He's, he's quite a like, we've got the win now, let's see it through. Look, at the end of the day, my feeling is this is just my opinion. Like, and as I've said, like everyone's entitled to their own opinions. Um, my feeling is I want to see West Ham win. Like that's what we all do, surely. I just want to see us win. Yes, I'd, it could be better. Of course it could. Of, of course I want to see it be as best as it can be. But at the same time, as I've said, we've got David Moyes in charge. I just want him to win and do do well for us. You know, it's been a really great few years for us as a fan, as fans, let's be honest. Like, you know, I'm approaching 40 and you know, in the next couple of years, and I'm telling you, like. This has been the best period as being a West Ham fan, without a doubt. Like we, we've had the odd couple of seasons have been all right, but ultimately this period of time has been really good. And I just want to see us to keep winning and doing well. And you know, sometimes you just got to kind of sacrifice that a little bit and go, yeah, look, it's not exactly exactly how I want it, but I'm happy just to win. You know, if someone said to you, you're going to take one nil wins all season and win the Premier League, yeah, I would. I really would. Like you know, I'd, I'd love to do something like that. So. You know, by the way, just make a disclaimer here. I'm not saying David Moyes is going to win the Premier League, but you know what I mean. I just want to make that very clear. Look, at the end of the day, I'm not having, I'm not trying to attack people, be horrible, nasty at all. I'm open to opinions, and at the end of the day, we're West Ham, aren't we? All of us, and we all love the club. We all, we all share that, and we all want us to do well. And as I say, sometimes it can be. Um, yeah, people can clash and get different opinions and stuff. But look, I just want to say, like, I wasn't out trying to attack people, be it nasty. It was just purely that I just want to see some positivity because at the end of the day, we've won. It's not the end of the world. As I say, I, I didn't come across uh, pissed off when I walked away from um, Sheffield United. Far from it. I walked away thinking that was quite a comfortable win. Look at that league table. Look how well we're doing. Like, I'm looking up and getting a bit excited. So that's all. That's all it was. So I hope that clears it up. And um, yeah, obviously, thank you for all your support. Um, so this is an interesting one, this one, because we had an update from XWH employee. And this seems a little bit out of time in terms of this, in terms of we're talking about transfers, considering the fact, you know, we're just starting October and it's way off yet, January. But we, West Ham are busy. West Ham are very busy at the moment. Um, and from XWH employees update, which I'm quite excited about, and I like the way we're being very um, proactive now and how we're going out. We're scouting players now, we're identifying who we want and... January could be a busy time for us, it looks like. I'm not saying that in terms of the amount of players, but in terms of I think we're going to be doing things. And the key area that X has now reported is that West Ham are looking for a striker, which is no great surprise because we've sold Skimaka in the summer, haven't replaced him. And, you know, you look at our front line, really, you've got Antonio's the main man, and, and rightly so. Um, but, you know, Danny Ings not quite going to fit in. You don't really feel, um, you know, and... Of course, we've got Mabama, who I'm so excited about, but he's still quite young. And, you know, he's not, he's, you certainly wouldn't look at him and go, he's a Premier League striker now to lead the line. So West Ham are going to, and, and I've got to be honest, I, I watch West Ham and I do think it is like the missing piece a little bit, isn't it? That consistent striker. I'll come to that in a minute. But so the two players that X has reported, um, one we talked about previously quite a bit over the summer is um, Ekitike, I think it is, from, I pronounce it, um, from Paris Saint Germain. Um, Surplus to requirements there. We're very close actually to getting him in the summer. I kind of wish we had. You know, it was a player that I think would have done well. Well, I say could have done well. You know, you look at him, he seems a good fit for West Ham. What we want, a bit of pace, a bit of power, good finisher. That's what we want, a, a goal scorer. And 
so it looks like we are going to be revisiting that. We could well be going looking for a move in January. Um, and also we're looking at um, Girazi. Um, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, um, from Stuttgart. So, so this player, uh, Exus reported just recently, exclusively broke it on Patreon uh, a few days ago. Very, very interesting this one. So he's been very prolific recently. Last season, 14 goals um, in the Bundesliga. He's now scored 11 this season. 11 goals in six games. I mean, he's absolutely on fire. 27 years old. He turns 28 in March uh, next year. So kind of the prime time of your career as a striker. Um, and apparently we are very, very keen. We're sending we're scouting him and we could well be looking to make a move for him in the summer. Um, sorry, even in January. Sorry. So, and do you know what I like about this? And I talked about this a little while ago. I really like is the fact that not only are we looking at players that we can identify to strengthen the side, but it's the timing of it. We're saying like in January, we're going to have a push. We're going to, we're going to push on in January. We want to really uh, capitalise on that, which as we've known in the past, West Ham have failed to do that. When times you've gone, go on, go on, just get that couple of players in we need and we can have a real push to try and get that top four spot if we can get it, you know, and we've not gone and done it. So certainly this season feels different. West Ham just feels different at the moment. It feels like a, a good place, you know, it feels a happy place and it feels like the club are, are starting to push on. We look a better outfit and um, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with this. So, um, um, I'm I, this, you know, the couple of strikers we're linked with. That's what I want to see, and obviously it leads us on to quickly talking about Antonio. Then, and I kind of touched this a minute ago in terms of his consistency. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm really pleased Antonio's um, signed a new deal. It, it, we didn't want him leaving. He, he's still a vital player for us. There's no ways about it. Um, but the thing that lacks, he's sorry, he lacks in his game is his consistency. That's the bit that just it's so infuriating when you watch him some weeks and he just looks amazing. Bullies defenders, he scores goals, and then. Then you watch him in some other games, he just looks, t- he just looks not, t- I wouldn't say disinterested, that's not fair to say, but just not quite at it. Like, doesn't look quite got that, that, that click about him. He doesn't, he doesn't really feel up for it. And, you know, when I was watching him against Sheffield United, there was a few chances I sort of thought, just simple stuff, lay it off, you know. Don't get me wrong, he got the assist, didn't he, for the um, Suchek goal. So I'm not saying, you know, he is a good player for us. I'm not knocking that. But you do sometimes think if we had that consistent striker, it would make such a big difference to West Ham. There are, I mean, look, look, it's 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 a all teams want it. You know, we're not the only one. Every there's most teams in the league will say if we could just add that striker, if we just add that guy, if we had the Ivan Tony, you know, someone like that just banging in goals, it would make such a big difference. But I do, you know, as I say, I do think that is a big um, missing part um, of the jigsaw for West Ham. It really is. So. You know, it's good news. I like the fact that we are scouting, we are looking to build, and it looks like West Ham are going to have a busy January already. You know, even though we're in October, West Ham are certainly not sitting still. Sports Social Podcast Network.